the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. The rise of the Fourth Reich in the middle of all kinds of drama backstage. The show will go on, and here's the good news. It has to go on, because this argument is the same repeated argument we've been having for 70 years. 70 years. Palestine. Two-state solution. Terrorism. It's been the same since the creation of Israel, but more importantly, the creation of Palestine. This idea that somehow people are entitled to things, that's, that's a rewriting of history that's gone a little bit too far. Now, I understand they have the Hamas caucus in our own Congress. Rashida Talib, which I believe is Middle Eastern for face of a camel sphincter. In the meantime, what we have here is absolute insanity in the year 2023. It's the same thing as it was in the 8th century. It's the same thing as it was in the 6th century. It's the same thing. And they're dressed in the same fracking costumes. The only difference is they have help from the West. This attack was underwritten by Joe Robinette. Why are my socks went Biden? There's no question about it. And what I like is personally the lipstick that has been put on the pig of the Middle East, specifically by the Democrat Mafia. Jake Sullivan, ex-CIA agent. And what we said is we want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our pre- Who was bombing in Yemen? Hey, Jake, you with that peculiar head. Who was bombing in Yemen? We were on behalf of who? You were in the CIA for how long? You mean to tell me the CIA had no idea that this was coming? Presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. That was roughly 24 hours before the attack. Pouring into our country. Joe Biden undid it. He undid it all and gave billions and billions of dollars to the world's top sponsor of terror. Tossing Israel to the bloodthirsty terrorists and jihadists. You saw that just recently, Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, he's another beauty, bragged to the, this is like a couple of days ago, like yesterday. He bragged to a foreign policy audience, quote, the Middle East region is quieter today than it's been in two decades. Oh, how's that working out? They just attacked Israel. And it's been a hotbed beyond that, even beyond. The only time it was quiet was when Donald Trump was in, because Donald Trump did something very specifically that has never been done before. He was willing to kill those cowards who send their people into battle. 
He was willing to kill the so-called intelligentsia. Not that there is any in Palestine. After all, 70 years of their own country and their entire country's GDP is $18 billion. To give you perspective, Amazon's revenue is $134 billion. That's a fracking country. It's barely a tenth of Amazon. What exactly do they make? Oh, they make cement. Do they? How's the University of Palestine doing? Well, it was created about 15 years ago, and now somebody can read slightly better than a CPS student. They really haven't evolved much since before B.C. Is that the fault of Israel, or is that the, the fault of themselves? You see, this is what we're really talking about. Theocrats. Insanity. Beating and raping women. By the way, that's what they're doing. You know, I can't help but notice the American media likes to put a spin on what they're doing. Oh, they're killing people for, for, that went to a concert. No, 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 no. They specifically kidnapped all the women. They threw them in their cars and they yelled at Ali Ali Oxen free and all hell broke loose again. Because that's what they do. Secretary General will make some remarks uh, and then I'll stay for the regular briefing. Good morning. I've just concluded an extraordinary meeting of senior UN leaders to discuss the unprecedented developments in Israel and the occupied Palestinian territory. Let me begin by repeating my utter condemnation of the abhorrent attacks by Hamas and others against Israeli towns and villages in the Gaza periphery. And then he's going to go on as the head of the United Nations and condemn Israel before they did exactly what they were supposed to do, specifically for the horrific, insane barbarism we've all witnessed. Thousands of rockets launched from Gaza into Israel sent millions of Israelis running to shelters off and on throughout the day. Adele Reamer, a resident of Kibbutz Nirim near the Gaza border, describes what happened. Now you've heard these clips on American media. You've heard them. And they put lipstick on the attacks. But I want you to hear something you're not going to hear. You think you're going to reason with this guy about the Keynesianism versus capitalism property rights? You think he's interested in freedom and liberty and justice for all? You think this sixth century savage is interested in anything other than raping women? Because that's all they did in this video. They captured young girls that look like little kids all the way up to old women. And they threw them in their cars after they ripped their clothes off in front of a bunch of other savages yelling, Ali, Ali, I'm free. Starting to get clear as to why in 70 years they still don't have sewers that work, let alone schools where they teach people how to read. Specifically, you're never teaching women how to do anything in this country. And now they make an announcement just 45 minutes ago that they're going to start beheading the hostages as they beheaded so many kids in front of their parents and the rest of it. And now it's going to be a contest, right? And somehow in this, the UN reaction, prior to Israel killing each and every savage, they were warned by the so-called UN. Which have left over 800 Israelis dead and more than 2,500 injured. Sadly, these numbers are expected to rise as the attacks are ongoing and many remain unaccounted for. 
In addition, over 100, possibly more, Israelis, civilians and military, have been reported captured by armed groups, including women, children and the elderly. Some are being held hostage inside Israel, and many others have been taken inside the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad have launched thousands of indiscriminate rockets that have reached central Israel, including Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. I recognize the legitimate grievances of the Palestinian people. What are the grievances? Legitimate grievances. What are the grievances? You know, we talk about this, and we have the same scoundrels who rewrite our own history, rewrite Middle East history. And then they tell us all about how the facts are, how it really works. Well, do we really know how it worked? At UN Mediation Headquarters on the Greek island of Rhodes, Mediation Chief Dr. Ralph Bunch of the U.S. participated in signings which brought about an armistice in the Arab-Israel War. By April 3, 1949, Jordan had become a signatory, and a war which had begun a year before immediately upon the proclaiming of the... Now, granted, of course, I was more interested in going after the real history of B.C., when a Caesar, an emperor of Rome named Hadrian, really named it Palestine when it was really occupied by Greeks. Not the Ali oxen free. Of course, they didn't exist for a couple hundred years afterwards. In the meantime, this has not been nothing but a hotbed of chaos since all governments around the world decided to attack the only Jewish-occupied area at the time. Not occupied because it was somebody else's. That's where they went. And immediately upon... Any recognition, they were always attacked since Rome. Independent state of Israel had come to an end. In news film out of that war, Haganah troops were shown fortifying their positions at the Transjordan border east of Tel Aviv. Yet one day after, they were given their own country. By the way, the disputed land, it's another fun fact. They received 56% of the disputed land. The so-called Palestine, Palestinians, who still don't have sewers... They were given 43%. What'd you do with it? Hey, dummies. I know you're all dressed in the same costumes you've been wearing for 4,000 years. But what did you do with it? And now you're blaming the Israelis? Really? It's only because the Israelis were generous to you. Yet you even have light switches. You still treat your women the same way you did 3,000 years ago. But nothing can justify these acts of terror and the killing, maiming, and abduction of civilians. I reiterate my call to immediately cease these attacks and release all hostages. In the face of these unprecedented attacks, Israeli airstrikes have pounded Gaza. I'm deeply alarmed by reports of over 500 Palestinians, including women and children, killed in Gaza and over 3,000 injured. Unfortunately, these numbers are rising by the minute as Israeli operations continue. He's lecturing Israel. This moron is lecturing Israel. And by the way, they exist on our money. It certainly isn't Palestine that's keeping the UN afloat. They exist on our money. Where is all of the intelligence from the United Nations or NATO or our own CIA? Jake Sullivan, wasn't it just a couple days ago you said it was quieter than it's ever been? I know. Let's go to the highest ranking Jewish American senator in the government. The ongoing events in Israel over the past few days are horrific. I urge you and the Chinese people to stand with the Israeli people. Oh, you're bugging the Chinese? They didn't vote to give them their own country in 1947, schmuck, Schumer. 
in the meantime, who you should blame is your party. Because your party gave him the money in August. In August, the planning started. Your party underwrote the attack. Your party is directly responsible. And it looks, I can't help but notice, in all of the Democrat stronghold hellholes around the country, in all of them, it seems to be that the Palestinians somehow have the audacity to throw rallies. Israeli and Palestinian supporters are rallying across the U.S. over the conflict in the Middle East. That includes right here in Chicago. Palestinian Americans gathered this afternoon outside the Israeli consulate. Can the, can the Palestinian American women, can they read and drive their cars? Do they keep their genitals intact? How does it work when they're introduced to civilization? That's where we find WGN's Courtney Spinelli. Courtney? Yeah, Jackie and Taman, a pro-Palestinian rally in March was held for several hours at this afternoon out here, starting outside of the Israeli consulate and going around various streets downtown. Organizers of the rally estimate at one point there were about 2,500 people in attendance. 2,500 people in attendance in supporting of the savages who haven't developed a different style of clothing for 3,000 years, let alone the way they abuse their own women. Now they're going to abuse Israeli women. So I don't really know what the counteroffensive purpose is. I hope it's to kill 15,000 savages for every one woman that was raped. We'll just start there and then we'll work the numbers more because you're not able to reason with people who like to yell the Ali Alex and free. Can't reason with them. Yeah, we're, how are we going to reason with this guy? Now, is this because their God is supposedly in support of what they did? I wonder how their God feels about rape. Well, their God's all made up anyway in a cave by a moron. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Wasn't it Anthony Blinken who wanted Israel to get rid of their arms, people, their stockpile? Right? Didn't he want to destockpile Israel? Huh. We support the Azov Nazis in the most corrupt country in Europe. And you can't put two and two together that the Fourth Reich is on the move? Either that or it's an incredible couple of years for scumbags around the world. In the meantime, Gaza, they were given 43% of the disputed area. The Israelis were given 56%. That's the big argument. In the meantime, they were given, arguably, the Gaza Strip. Oh, it's right on the ocean. It's fantastic. How did they do with it? Is there a Ritz-Carlton on Gaza? Can you make it so I could hear the clips there? Thank you very much. It's threatened by sewage. Right, let's start over. But even the summer paradise is less than perfect. It's threatened by sewage. By the way... This is their so-called news organization. Called it a summer paradise. I think the Ritz-Carlton has opened up condos. I, you could probably get one for about five, $600. The most polluted area is in the central Gaza Strip, up to the north of Gaza City. But because of the waves and the currents, the sewage is pushed up to the northern part. That's why people prefer to go to the southern part to enjoy the beach. Yeah, you, did you know this? This is like real estate 101. You want to stay away from raw sewage being funneled into the ocean like it was 812 A.D. 
The existing wastewater treatment plant here is designed to receive and treat up to 40,000 cubic meters of water per day. But because the city generates more than 60,000 cubic meters, more than 20,000 cubic meters of raw sewage is discharged into the ocean. Now, if you look at their GDP, they want you to pretend that the bulk of their GDP comes in agriculture. What outside a poppy gets exported from Palestine? In the meantime, the infrastructure they have was built after the settlement in 1947 with the help of the Israelis. The infrastructure that they have is all given to them. They can't do anything. There is no thriving industries or businesses. All there is is a government of theocracy, which means they yelled at Ali Ali Oxenfree, and that's how they spend their freaking day. University of Palestine, they should pay people to go there. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, here's the thing. You know, this is a terrible situation, but now nine Americans killed, Americans held hostage. Where's this gonna, what so are we going to do? I think, do I think nine Americans, and I don't even know them. Maybe they were Democrats, but they're still nine Americans are worth 90,000 Palestinians. There you go. They're, they're, what is that? Uh, diversity and equity and all that stuff. Let's do equality. What are the, what are the 90,000 Palestinians going to produce aside from raw sewage into the ocean? Lemo Chris. Yo, yo, brother, what's going on? Hey, I've been checking Facebook all day, scrolling, because i got nothing better else to do. And I'm, I'm wondering, where are all the I stand with Israel posts? I haven't seen one yet. They're in the, the Ukrainian village. I wonder how that's going. You can't skim a lot of money, though, from, from, the, from Israeli, the Israelis. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. good at the accountant, and they don't really need our help too much. So there's not a lot of profiteering. If they want to buy Rolls Royces, they buy their own. They're not like the Ukrainians, who have a GDP, ironically, that's on par with Palestine. They were good at making stuff, too. Thank you very much. All very sophisticated. Mike, Yorkville. Sean, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. You know, in this situation, what we see, you know, there's a couple things you'll hope you'd like to see, you know, things that get calmed down and, and retreat back from, but I don't think it will ever will. And since illegal immigration is such the hot thing to do, I guess Israel should just expel them all, bulldoze those cities, and tell them to go to their relative neighbors that you know are in Lebanon. Funny, Jordan, and Egypt, but they don't Since, want to take them because they're the red-headed stepchild of the Middle East. Since Joe Biden, with the help of, of, of other people, was able to secure and steal the election in 2020, we've had 6 million people come in our southern border. What we know is we have between 80, 80 of the most wanted terrorist list up to 145 on the terror list that have been caught sneaking into our country in the southern border. I wonder if out of the six million people who have arrived here since Joe Biden started wetting the, the seat in the Oval Office, I wonder how many of them sympathize with that Ali Ali Oxen free stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, George Naperville. Sean, I'm worried about our mayor. He's got a lot on his plate. He's got to go down to the border to check out that situation. Now the oh. Middle East crisis. And I think he should go to Israel. Down. He should go to Israel, and then he should go to the Gaza Strip. I think you should see that, because that's where the policies of Chicago Democrats lead to. Ironically, I'm making fun of the fact that Palestine and Palestinians haven't been able to get out of the sandals that they had for the last 4,000 years. Ironically, that's the same outfit you're going to be in after uh, uh, Lori Lightfoot Sr. gets done with Chicago. Thank you very much. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? How was the weekend? Wonderful. Splendid. Good. What I wanted to say is, since Joe Biden uh, became the president, him and his administration, how many lives do you think that they uh, that uh, we lost, not only in this country but in other countries, 
Well, I'll tell you what, you can't really quantify that, but since Joe Biden stole the most powerful office in the world, the enemies of America have had a banner couple of years. In fact, Iran has made a fortune. Iran has made a fortune. Looks like Palestine is involved in a war. That Where'd they get those weapons? I wonder if any of the Ukrainian weapons are missing. Wouldn't that be fun? I wonder who... who, who I, wouldn't that be something if you find out that the weapons, the rockets... Where did this country get rockets? They don't have toilet paper. The rockets that they used to destroy the only peaceful neighbor they've ever had. If those rockets, ironically, trace back to rockets we sent to Ukraine. I wonder if we can get... The CIA. You could have. You could tell him Jake Tap or, or, or Jake. Uh, uh, what is his name? Sent you. Tell him that Jake sent you. The one who said that uh, everything is fine. Jake Sullivan, who said everything's fine just a, 24 hours before the attack. And we'd like to know if you could get any recon on the weapons. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Now, those of us that have paid attention to foreign policy understand that the first thing Joe Biden did when he stole the most important office in the world was to give the Taliban a country, to give them billions and billions of dollars of our weapons, of our tanks, our trucks, and they had a parade, not to mention the more than $1 billion fort that Americans died for, taxpayers paid for. That's one of the first acts he did, much to the chagrin of even some people who thought themselves to be Democrats. But it didn't matter. Simultaneously with that, we opened up the borders. We have six to seven million illegals here. We don't know if they're Venezuelan, if they're Mexican, or if they're Afghanistan. And just into our newsroom in the last 15 minutes or so, County Supervisor Jim Desmond released a statement saying that local Border Patrol officials arrested someone who was on the terror watch list. Yes, according to his statement, the arrest came while the individual was crossing the border with a group of migrants near Otay Mesa. He goes on to say, quote, as a nation, we must remain steadfast in our commitment to protect the safety and security of our citizens. End quote. As of right now, Customs and Border Protection has not confirmed this arrest. We will continue to keep you updated on They did confirm that along with 80 others from the FBI's most wanted terror list. From the terror watch list, we have 135. In the meantime, to think that Joe Biden didn't know what he was doing is an ignorance to what he used to say before he was turned, before he was flipped, before he became a bagman for Barack who likes him big and round. The big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the pre- I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. And you leave the- He must have been talking to a room full of Israelis. You must have been talking to the strong Democrat Jewish vote who's too stupid to see what you are. In the meantime, let's go to a strong Democrat Jewish vote, the schmuck Schumer, who, like a gargoyle, should be hanging off of an old library. The ongoing events in Israel over the past few days are horrific. I urge you and the Chinese people to stand with the Israeli people and condemn these cowardly and vicious attacks. 
well, Chuck, you are one stupid son of a gun. Or that's what you want people to see. Because you and I and everybody knows the first thing that the Chinese Communist Party did immediately upon Joe Biden giving the Taliban an entire country was cut a deal with him. So that's the Pakistani position, a terror state tearing a terror regime. What is China's game? What do they want from Afghanistan? Minerals, among other things. And this is something that's not commonly known. Afghanistan may be one of the poorest nations in the world, but it sits on a vast resource of mineral deposits. In 2010, American geologists said the worth of these deposits could be at least $1 trillion. $1 trillion. That's more zeros than the Taliban can count, perhaps. If it's more than 10, they can't count it. In the meantime, what they did is secure those mineral rights. And simultaneously, the feeble fascist, the most obvious illegitimate president this country's ever had in any office, the election thief and traitor, Joe Biden, he created all of policies to enrich China to the tune of a trillion dollars in this eco-Nazism. By the way, What does this war do for the climate? Did anybody get John Kerry on the phone? What do you think about this war and the climate in conjunction with the support of the Azov Nazis that you're a part of? What about that? In the meantime, we've got a strong warning for all of those who would commit war. Of course, not the savage terrorists who like to beat and rape people, but the Israelis. The humanitarian situation in Gaza was extremely dire before these hostilities. Now it will only deteriorate exponentially. Medical equipment, food, fuel, and other humanitarian supplies are desperately needed. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's why you told me these traitors in the White House gave $6 billion. It was for Band-Aids and toothbrushes, right? I wish somebody buy a little deodorant. Could smell them through the TV. Chuck and Dullivan. Thanks for being the smartest man in the room once again. Oh, My geez. father just turned 91 years old. When he was 18, he was in the Navy. And he was on a ship, and their job was to get all the American Jews out of Israel when they were fighting back in the 1950s and 1952. Uh, so this, this, they're having a dust up again. This has been going on forever. Oh, so thank you. For if being you look at the turn of the century, look at the turn of the century when the, the Jewish settlers wanted to buy the land because it was worth nothing. And they would go to the Palestinians. And they would buy it, and the Palestinians would name this ridiculous amount of money because to them it was ridiculous. And the Jewish farmers would buy it because they, the, the Palestinians thought they were really screwing over the Jewish farmer because they didn't know how to plant anything. Like they still don't. They exist on charity, they exist on fascism and thievery. They're pretty much pirates. And they have an entire caucus here in America. They're called the Hamas caucus. And you got the one that married her, her brother. With the, with, the, with the rap on, and you got the, the one with the, the face of a camel's sphincter. They're all there. Dave in Orlando. Hey, Sean, how are you? Aggravated. How are you? But I get aggravated when I watch innocent young girls thrown into, a, into cars as their clothes are ripped off, and these savage pigs who've never used deodorant in their miserable existence all, all rally about raping them, the filthy animals that they are. Well... And I, and I wanted to say, Sean, that the world has seen this atrocity in the recent past. And I'm glad you played that clip because very recently this same kind of savage happened on a scale we can't even imagine when that dimwit and diaper is pulled out of Afghanistan on a scale that we can't even fathom. A hundred times worse than Israel 
And the reason why we don't is because the entire country is still in the 6th century, not like Israel, where everyone has smartphones and we're able to capture this horrific event. And the reason, only reason why we see it is because Stalin's media would only be responding that Israel responds to rocket attacks, other than instead of what we're seeing is these atrocities. So Dave. this happened because of Biden. This in Afghanistan happened because of a Biden. He needs to go. Dave, can I tell you something? I was approached a little while ago about a guy who started a coffee company. And I said, I don't want to I don't want to advertise it unless I like it. So they sent me the coffee. And I drank it. Well, it turns out he's an ex-seal. Now, during the meeting, you know, normally you'd talk about the product and the product is fantastic. And I loved it. And I said, let's go forward. But when I was introduced to him, I asked about his story. And 25 years, this guy was a seal. 25 years, all over deployments. He will never talk about it. And um, we started talking about all of these actions. And what exactly has been happening through foreign policy? And I don't think he advertises on me for with me just because uh, the show is growing and we have great numbers. We didn't talk about the coffee. We talked about the American chaos of welfare warfare and the thievery. The absolute unmitigated thievery by these political whores from Joe Biden to Mitch McConnell and the rest of it that has produced murder and mayhem and built the kind of vile hatred you see. This is the year 2023, and, and you hands, can't even John. talk to these idiots? And now I'm going to have to hear how Israel should take it easy? Let me tell you something, Dave. You have, you have kids, Dave? You have kids? I do. Okay. Absolutely. If anybody hurts a kid, now I'm going to kill everybody. Everybody. I'm going to burn down anybody to wave to them. And that's exactly what should happen here. Because they took yep. these women, and the American media hides it. They weren't there to kill the women. They put them in trucks, and they brought them off to these rape camps. They need to be obliterated. You want a two-state solution? You're not going to need a state. Nope. You go live with the Aliyah and free. You get all the virgins what the and whatnot, government? you stick, stupid son of a dogs that you are. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Big exporters. Oh, yeah. What do they export? Stone. Oh, got stone. Got uh, limestone. Sure, that's good. Furniture. You ever get a Palestinian rocking chair there, Chachi? Squirrel hands is off. Chachi's on the board. In the meantime, they got plastics. Oh, Palestinian plastic. Love it. Iron and steel. Oh, big demand. Really? It seems like they got a lot of poppy. Ooh, poppy. Poppy. Poppy wet the couch like Joe Biden. In the meantime, Rashida Talib. And I'm telling you, Chachi, you look it up. You go to the University of Palestine. You look up. You just type in Rashida Talib. It translates into face of a camel sphincter. And they got the Hamas caucus. And the Hamas caucus at the leadership of Joe Biden, who has given everybody from the Azov Nazis billions of dollars, he releases more billions. And within months, we've got all kinds of chaos. Too bad they didn't take that money and invest it. Hmm. They could have maybe taught each other how to do math. But I'm all wrong. Tom in Franklin Park. Hey, Sean, you have a, a wonderful show, and I can agree with you about 99% of things. There's always going to um, be one. I'm not taking it. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm not, you know, for war, whether it be the Palestinians or be Israel. Nor am I. Nor am I. But, I mean, 
you have to not just look at the last 72 hours. you got to look at the last 75 years. I mean, Let me they, tell you something. I understand. Are, they're circled. I, they're circled. I mean, they have nowhere to go. They got no outlet. They got oh, no. They got. What do you mean? There's not. That it's really. Who's on the other I side? I don't of believe. What, what, da, 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 da. I don't. Let's do a little real. geography. Who's on the other side of them? What do you mean they're circled? They got the entire they're Gaza surrounded Strip. Surrounded by Israel. They're not surrounded by Israel. They have an out. hundred percent. Have you not seen the map? Yeah. yeah. They're 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 stopped. They're they're stuck in an area that's uh, twenty five miles by five miles. And they're surrounded. And that that area that they broke out of was, was always been uh, heavily guarded by um, IDF soldiers. So I don't know how the hell they didn't end up uh, being there at that moment. Plus, a lot of... Probably a breakdown in, in, in intelligence like that they relied on by the Americans. Because one thing's for sure, Jake Sullivan and the CIA, they're a crack staff of incompetence, or so they'd want you to believe. It's either that or, or they're saboteurs, or they had a saboteur on the inside. And, and listen, I'm not a religious zealot you know that you no. listen to me i don't give a rip about the religion as, religious aspect but the idea no, no, it's is not about religion you had yeah, the I abraham was, accords no. you had the abraham accords you had a relative negotiation and peace you had you had years arguably under the trump regime where each side was making concessions and they were making progress and now i don't care what the reason is did you see them throw the women into the trucks and behead the children because now it's over with where'd he go I lose them? We're having a problem. If I lost you, I apologize. I didn't hang up on you. But when you do that, now we're done talking. Now we're done. We could have talked. You don't want to talk. You want to kill the women and the kids? And you want to behead them in front of their parents? No. Take your two states and roll it up in Rashida Talib's face and shove it. Uh, and Western Suburbs. Uh, yes, the um, Muslim religion is terrible. What, this, what has happened now is unspeakable. It's very well, upsetting to even think I about it. I, I, I don't know. It. And the Talmud precedes it, and it enables it as far as example is concerned. Because it's Do me a favor. All... Don't play that your religion's better than mine. Gaga! Don't play that stupidity with me. I'm not going to tolerate it. There are idiots inside every religion. Everyone! My God's better than yours. You're not going to go to my heaven. That, 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 that. Shut your freaking mouth, you moron. Live like that in your own house. You don't condemn entire religions. There are millions and millions of people. This is a few idiots. Just like there are idiots in all religions. What's the one with the burlap underpants? They get their own planet. Glenn in Oakbrook. Hey, Sean. Happy Columbus Day. Uh... Happy Columbus Day, that brilliant son of a gun. And I was hoping that some of those crack reporters that are reporting about what's going on in Israel could somehow find their way over to Ukraine and tell us what's going on over there. <laughs> Here's the good news. We got more coverage in, in Israel in a day and a half than we got in a year and nine months in the Azov battalions. We don't know anything. And, you know, and here's the thing, Glenn. I said it when they blew the dam. You know, the one that they said Putin blew his own dam, like he blew up his own pipeline, that one. And how you wiped out the entire town. Not a picture? Not a video? It's insanity. It's absolute insanity. Thank you, Glenn. I went long. Three, one, two. Oh, I got a guess. We'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, 
He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... There was a bit of a scheduling conflict with my guest, Dr. Naomi Wolf, who still is the author of eight great books and has a new book. We're going to have her on to discuss the new book in a little while. But for now, it's me and you. 312-642-5600. I'll be taking your calls during this segment. But I want to go over something that is more than obvious to me. The mafia has gained massive amounts of strength under the Biden regime. Every aspect of our economy has been backdoor nationalized and completely run on government policy. That's how our economy works today. So when I see the UAW moron with his T-shirt on that says, eat the rich, the stupid sloth that he is, it's almost brilliant. Because now nobody cares about the 70 million the UAW has stolen from the worker. Move on, eat the rich. And that's the same thing we're always fighting, right? It's the same thing you see in foreign policy. The poor Palestinians, the rich Israelis. It's the same thing. So who better to have in office than a dimwit stooge who has been that for 50 years and actually relishes in public embarrassment? But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Excellent. Excellent, you stupid son of a gun. And no one says anything. Ooh, we'll just wait for your vice president to kick in. How did she get the job? On her back. We have strength on our side. We have competency on our side. What we are doing is popular with the American people. Is it? Is it popular with the American people? I mean, outside of the Fourth Reich members living amongst us, specifically in in the blue states. Is it really popular? We are going to win. And I'm going to also say this. We are going to win because we love our country. You love your country? What about the fundamental transformation? What about the fact you've been arming and enriching enemies of this country from the Chinese Communist Party to the Azovs in Ukraine to the Palestinian mathematicians? By the way, tax season comes around uh, there, Chachi. Make sure you get yourself a real good Palestinian accountant. They're on high demand. Popular, popular, popular. We just need to let everybody know who brought it to them. <laughs> Receipts. Amen. That's doable. <laughs> so they have the plausible deniability of what they are. They're just stupid. They're not that corrupt. They're just stupid. After all, it's the Democrats. They're always been stupid. Look at every area they rule over. They're stupid. So how did the Palestinians get weapons? Oh, it was either, it was either Afghanistan where we abandoned billions of dollars worth of weapons, or maybe it slipped through the cracks in Ukraine because we're kicking out stuff. We have no idea where it is. Why? Democrats, just stupid. Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. You're right on target with um, so many points here. But here's the thing that I uh, was thinking of, you know, We've got all these intelligence agencies and everything like that. Then these people would have known all kinds of stuff. There's so much treachery going on here and everything like that because between Israel and their uh, people they got that are leftists that are probably infiltrated into their government and then the people we got, nobody basically knew anything about all this happening. You got you got these last coming in from land, sea, and air. They're coming in on their little uh, uh, glider planes. And I'll tell you, if they were only that organized with, I don't know, building a road, or something to handle their their waste, maybe they wouldn't be the, the, the live in the squalor that they're used to. That's an interesting position to take. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. But the idea is 
to fail. And by the way, here in Studio Xanadu, I have on the TV them taking the young girls in the trucks. It infuriates me. And we, they still, oh, what are you going to do? It's been going on for years. This is the year 2023. And these people have never evolved. Palestine and Palestinians are not evolved like so many of the other hotspots, like so many of the other American Democrats haven't evolved. Uh, the Democratic conventions in Chicago next year. Are you confident that your city and your state are going to have a better grasp on it by this time? I am confident that we can handle it. But again, it will require help from the federal government. And, and no one's looking at the money he stole from COVID. No one's looking at the billions he misappropriated, stole, to pretend that Illinois isn't completely bankrupt, which it is. And now, once again, we have to rely on the federal government. You mean welfare, like every other Democrat area? Someone needs to work in Texas with these border politicians to have them stop sending people only to blue cities and blue states. A fetso. Fetso. You declared yourself friendly to breaking the law. You nullified immigration. See, in Florida, we arrest them. Oh, but we do. And then we deport them. Or we give them an option. Would you like to go to one of the sanctuary states who decided not to abide by the law? Then you go by Pritzker. It's a massive success. And the president of the United States and the White House has the ability to help disperse folks across the country. That will help a lot. But we are managing. No, 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 no. See, that's not how, oh, he's a lawyer. Well, you're not really a lawyer, right? Your pappy and your grandpappy wrote a check and they built a wing on Northwestern and they gave you a slip of paper, right, fatso? We're lucky you didn't eat it. In the meantime, that's not how law works. The Congress created laws long time ago. And in those laws, they're supposed to be adhered to by government, you know, like you are. I mean, granted, not everybody's dumb enough to elect a, a Democrat. You were on 17 hours of tape with the former crook, Blagojevich, and yet Democrats still voted for you because they thought you were going to give them something. You look awful jolly and fat. They thought you were like Santa. In the meantime, those laws are to be abided by. Your Democrat areas decided to nullify said laws, which is why the cartels, the drug dealers, the drug addicts, and all the scourge among us, they really thrive in your Democrat areas. In the city of Chicago, in the state of Illinois, as best we can in these circumstances, but not... No, 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 no. It's not as best we can. Don't use we, because I personally know, I don't know, a few hundred guys that could do a lot better than you. This is Democrats. And only the Democrat areas really suck the way they do in the once great city. Now desert, from grocery stores to businesses, called Chicago. Not if just those few politicians in Texas are taking responsibility yeah. for this. It needs to be a federal national problem that gets handled at the national level. Now, I was in the uh, once great city, the city I used to love and cherish, and we had to go to, I went to a wedding over the weekend. And it's funny, I, I went to the wedding, it was a beautiful venue, and they're beautiful people. It was an absolutely wonderful event. But I was more strapped than I've ever been. I had a gun, a knife, brass knuckles. And I still was, was, was aware that at any moment, Scallywag, Chicago D students, could pull over and steal cars and beat women. It was like maybe how the Israelis feel today. Shouting at kids could be as harmful to them as physical and sexual abuse. Really? Somebody tell the Palestinians all you had to do was yell at the kids. You don't have to rape them. This is the kind of thinking you get from Democrats. 
According to a new study published in the journal Child Abuse and Neglect, shouting has lasting effects, including depression, committing... So now the Democrats will use this to take your money away for people who don't know how to be parents or don't know how to raise kids or this whole thing. You'll see datelines. They'll be on every night, a dateline. There was a rape and a murder, and all the Democrats will want to tax more and change society more. Yet why are they quiet now with what you just saw, the chaos perpetrated by the Palestinians? Why are they so quiet now? Why has there been no call for peace in Ukraine? But within hours, there's a call for peace of Israel because they understand Israel doesn't give a rip what America thinks. America's a joke. Just like Pritzker's a joke. And everywhere there's a Democrat is a joke. And Israel isn't going to listen to America. Good. Do what needs to be done. Annihilate each and every one that would harm your wives, your mothers, your children. Annihilate the country that wasn't interested in teaching their people to succeed and thrive, but needed them to pay homage to their God. Annihilate the theocracies around the world because they will be supported and they understood exactly how to take down not just America or the world. Bribe key politicians. Just bribe them and they will all destroy the principles their nations were, were built on. President, you started your remarks here today by saying it was good news today with the economic report. Why do you think most people still don't feel positive or feel good news about the economy? Well, first of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people, those 300-plus thousand people who got jobs feel better about the economy. I'd look, i got to choose my words here. You all are not the happiest people in the world. What's your report? And I mean it sincerely. It gets- you can't even finish a sentence. Because of the media in America today, We not only elected the most obvious thieving rat politician from any city mayor to the presidency. You have somebody in there with dementia who is unfit and incapable. Here he is in 2007. The big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order. End the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. Sentences, full words, here he is. Yesterday, it's a more little. We get more legs when you report something as negative. I don't mean I don't mean you're picking on me. I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake. You know what? But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm the only candidate in the race who, according to the polls now, can beat Biden. I mean, it's hard to believe. Don't forget, the Democrats start with an advantage. I won't tell you what the advantage is, but... They cheat! They've been lying and cheating and stealing... Since they used to be the shirt-in-the-pants mafia. Then they figured out, you know, we could circumvent a lot of problems if we just got elected. How you doing, Ed Burke? When's Mike Madigan's court date? Any update? Yeah, never. The day after never. Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. Um, you know, the timing of all this is really convenient, just as, you know, Kevin McCarthy is kicked out, and they're all worried about their UKR funding. So I just think this whole thing is very weird. And um, 
today when I was listening to Charlie Kirk, I thought he asked some good questions. Like, how could this go on for, like, what, six hours and nobody knew about it or thwarted it? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I just think the whole thing is very strange. So this is a CIA, it. by the way, that we spend untold billions on because they have a black budget. This is a CIA sure, that makes right? its own money. Whatever money they make in scallywag drug dealing, they keep. So where are you, where are you guys? Are you all this? Do you just want us to believe you're stupid? I missed it. We just missed it. And now look at it. This is very strategic yeah, because what you're witnessing is the rise of the Fourth Reich. And in our government, our Fourth Reich members, as there was Third Reich members, and now we've adapted their policies. And we fund the Nazis around the world. From the Ukraine to Palestine, you name it. And the ones right here. And they're having a big year, kid. Big year. Right. Well, I just don't think we're doing anything about the border. And I don't see any, I don't see hardly any outrage about that daily. They are succeeding. As, this is their mission. You know? They have added six to seven million people that we think we can trace to our country. This is the goal of the welfare party. Because once you're here on welfare, you become a loyal slave, a step and fetch. If you have free immigration in the way in which we had it before 1914, everybody benefited. The people who were here benefited. The people who came benefited. Because nobody would come unless he or his family thought he would do better here than he would elsewhere. And the new immigrants provided additional resources, provided additional possibilities for the people already here. So everybody can mutually benefit. But on the other hand, if you come under circumstances where each person is entitled to a prorated share of the pot, to take the extreme example, or even to a low level of the pot, then the effect of that situation <coughs> is that free immigration would mean a uh, reduction of everybody to the same uniform level. Except for government. Government gets bigger the worse the people do. Government grows, its power grows, unquestioned, backdoor nationalized, every aspect of our lives since 2008. This all happened, really, since 2008. I played you the clips of what Democrats and Republicans felt for years about this topic. We all understand what uh, Bill Clinton did uh, during the 1995 speech, where, if I'm not mistaken, the teleprompter went down and he did it from memory. All Americans not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards. By so what changed? Twice as many the Marxist mafia a Chirac. Chicago. These are Chicago Democrat policies. And who to perfect them? But a bagman whore of the labor extortion mafia called Union since the 70s. And if you look at how he was elected to Senate, there was a question if, if he won or not. But he had the unions. How they doing in that union strike? Raking it in. And in America, in the year 2023, you have a fat pig thief who heads up the UAW with a shirt on that says, Eat the Rich, and no one asks of the 70 million that the UAW stole from the dues of the worker. That's brilliant. It's open and notorious. It's Democrat policy. Bruno, 294. Sean, great show. I agree with you 100%. It's time for Netanyahu to finish it off. I agree with Nikki Haley. What a speech she gave. 
Oh my God! I hope more he doesn't listen to anybody. Really, I hope he doesn't oh. listen to one American, one UN member. I hope he kicks their ass, makes a left turn, goes into Iran, and kicks their ass. Maybe we can get some of our money back. Thank you very much. So sick of pretending this isn't exactly what it was intended. The rise of the Fourth Reich. Where's Klaus Schwab, that Nazi bastard? Frank Lamont. Hey, Sean. How are you? Wonderful. You know, Sean, you you had a good question, you know, about Jelly Belly talking about uh, these people need to be dispersed. That's their plan, Sean. It does no good to send illegals to California, Illinois, New York. They already have everything corrupt. They need to send them to the red states. That's what they want, because (laughs) that's where they can get their IDs and change the culture. The difference, Frank, is in the red states like the one I'm in, we arrest their crooked, law-breaking asses. Thank you very much. Mary, you will be first when I get back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. It's an interesting history. Emperor Hadrian, the Roman emperor. And you look at how he became emperor. He was another scallywag. Stole the office. He's the reason you even call it Palestine. Although they used to be Greek. After the Jewish uprising, they protested the Romans. The Romans went in and annihilated them. And then they gave him this whole thing. And it started the whole nonsense. Of course, he was a scallywag. I believe he was a Pete Buttigieg, side saddle. Uh, back then, they called it preferred the company of men. Mary Barrington. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Aggravated. How are you? Half. About the same. You know, I was thinking this morning, uh, remember in 2009 when Barack Obama said we're five days away from fundamentally Fun. transforming the United States of America? Yeah. Sabotage. Well. Treason. Yeah. Yes. Well, you see how many pro- Palestinian rallies are going on in this country today? They're only in Democrat areas. It's they're not crazy. in they're not in they're not in American run areas. They're in Democrat mafia run areas. Yeah. I mean they're holding up their phones with swastikas on them. I mean it's It's the rise of the Fourth Reich, Mary. And if you've been listening to my show, who's been saying that for two years? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Klaus Schwab, do you need the German accent to put two and two together? And by the way, when you, you the reason we can't trace the money that goes into Ukraine. That's a, you're talking about a lot of money, kid. A lot of money. Yep. And you freed up the Iranian money. Not to mention you allowed the oil to get... Really, there are no sanctions on Iran anymore. And here's Iran. Look, look at what that country was. now. And you could blame our CIA for what it is. We're the ones who put the theocracy in charge. We did that. And you look at what it is. The, and you think you're going you're gonna to reason with these people who are walking around dressed like it's 156 B.C.? You think you're going to reason with these with these idiots? And they are idiots. Idiots. Not to mention how they treat women. Are you out of your mind? Where's all the Democrats? All of a sudden, it was fun to watch them say the word peace. Because for a year and eight months, I didn't think they could say it. Now, all of a sudden, they said it. They said it because they know the Israelis are going to kick their ass. And it's a shame. Well, it's I'm a shame that people Netanyahu have to die. Is. I'm glad Netanyahu is there because I... We're living in really scary times. I mean, this is wild. It's, so it's like an ad for the Second Amendment, though. You know what I did when I, yeah. I got I got to Florida yesterday? You know what I did this morning? I went to the sporting goods store. Ooh, 
Yep. <laughs> now my house is like that one in The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Thank you very much, Mary. Appreciate it. Joey T. Palatine, not to be confused with Palestine. People in Palatine can read. That's okay, brother. Thank you for, for opening everybody's eyes to what's going on, man. I love you. I, oh. I just can't tell you. You're the best voice I hear on the radio. Oh. Charge us up. Thank you very and, much. Uh, Thank you. You've got my producer you, laughing at me. Well, without you and your staff, you've got a tremendous staff. It's a very quiet week when you're not on the radio. And oh. you are absolutely correct because they have no idea when they're messing with Israel. They are one of the best. They're not the biggest. But and you know, Joey, when I, when I say this to you, it's not because I'm a religious person and I'm on the side of Israel. I could argue against specific Israeli policy. I really can't. I don't like a lot of the policies. But when you see what we all saw, the savagery, when you see them torturing, raping, beheading innocent kids and women, now we're going to kick all of your asses. Raise your hand and cheer. Raise your hand and cheer. And that shows you who you're dealing with. So do you think these people want a reason? And then you'll hear the story, oh, they were pushed beyond. No, they weren't. They had their own caucus, the Hamas caucus right here in American Congress, the one that's married to her brother and the other one that's married to an unlucky guy. And that, that the one from Michigan? Michigan is the one that married her brother. And then yep. the one in Minnesota who has the face of a camel's ass, Rashida Tlaib, she has been, a, has been a, a, an outspoken Hamas supporter. And that's why she's a Democrat. And that's what you're dealing with here. The squad of incompetence, corruption, and downright anti-Americanism. And they're all elected from these areas who are celebrating and cheering. And there you see the, the, the real problem. I think Rashida Tlaib said she married her brother because she didn't want to be an illegal alien. Hmm, oh, my that's God. Better. Now somebody could tell me why 80% of all marriages in the Middle East are between cousins. I'd be interested in that. Thank you very much, Joey T. Yeah, we're going to reason with him. It does explain the wardrobe, however. In the meantime, Jake Sullivan. And uh, this war happened for three reasons. The allowing by the Biden administration of Iran to sell massive amounts of oil, making $60 billion. Yeah, people don't talk about that. They talk about the $6 billion. But they gave him $6 billion in ransom money. By the way, when you, when you hear this, realize due to Trump policies... Oil per barrel was 50% of what it is today. The first thing Joe Biden did was massively drive up the cost of oil per barrel. And ironically, enriching all of American enemies, from the Chinese Communist Party to the, the, to, to the Iranians, to even the inbred Saudis. Yeah, they're not our allies. They just pretend they are. They're loving this too. We got six. They got six. We got five. They got five. But then what happened is they also got $6 billion. So we got five, and they got five. And on top of the five, they got $6 billion. Somehow, that's not a good deal. And our country has perceived weakness with an incompetent and corrupt leader, Joe Biden, who's laughed at all over the world. And He's laughed at where he is and cheered. This buffoonery and failure, this is the facade. This is the veneer. What's underneath it is a corrupt two-bit whore who you could buy and sell like a juicy fruit. In the meantime, there's a lot of Republicans like that, too. There's a lot of Republicans who pretend to be religious the whole time with felt as hair. This is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. Nobody's saying retreat from the free world. 
What you're what, what we're saying is no more collusion of corruption in the military industrial complex. And where's the six trillion dollars, Felthead? Where is it, you moron? In, the, in fact, what you want to do is give this entity of incompetence called the Pentagon. How's Millie doing today? The Pentagon, you want to give them more money. We want to claw it back. And if you can't do one simple thing like, say, warn us of an invasion of people that can't read by land, air, and sea, then you're all fired. Defund the CIA and the Pentagon. Because what good is it now? Joe Biden betrayed Israel. You know, when I see Bibi Netanyahu come and he tries to talk them into doing something, they never do it. They never do it. It's a real problem. I can't imagine how anybody who's Jewish or anybody who loves Israel, and frankly, the evangelicals love just love Israel. I can't imagine anybody voting Democrat, let alone for this per this this man who's who's totally he was shot 30 years ago. He's more shot now. But the problem was all caused by crooked Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, he's negotiating. No, I would, I, I would love to have that true. What it was caused by is the American people tolerating the most obvious election theft in this country's history. Joe Biden did not get 81 million American votes. He got help to steal very specific and strategic areas. And not one thing has changed. So are we supposed to pretend that it'll be different? You see, we were attacked, too. Maybe it wasn't so obvious as Hamas or Iran. But there was collusion, Marxist collusion, and now the Fourth Reich rises. And that's who's really won in the Biden years. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, if only it was in a dirt. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Tired, I don't want to talk and do my show, Chachi. I know I'm on here. In the meantime, what you're seeing before you is what Joe Biden was put in office to do. To destroy everything and buy time while doing it. Can you make it so I could hit the clips? It's really important when I hit the clips that they go. We've got a stand-in for Squirrel Hands. It's Chachi. Squirrel Hands had to do something. I think he went on vacation, didn't he? Take him to the zoo. I think they know... They're better off financially than they were before. It's a fact. And all the all that data, all that polling stuff shows they think. <laughs> this is the president of the United States of America. All that data and stuff. Are you fracking kidding me? This is like working at a rehab home. I think they know they're better off financially than they were before. It's a fact. And all the all that data, all that polling stuff shows they think they're more positive about the economy than they've been, more positive about their jobs, etc. Yeah, it's very popular. With popular, popular, popular. Jesus. In the meantime, that's not true at all. What is true is the only way we're here is because the media put lipstick on the pig. That is Joe Biden. President, you started your remarks here today by saying it was good news today with the economic report. Why do you think most people still don't feel positive or feel good news about the economy? Well, first of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people, those 300 plus thousand people who got jobs feel better about the economy. Look, where are these magical people that feel better about the economy? Are they specifically on policy? And not to mention... 
Who are we losing our jobs to? Where are the jobs? Of course, you didn't fill one since before the pandemic. In the meantime, who has all these jobs? I got to choose my words here. All right. You all are not the happiest people in the world. What's your report? And I mean it sincerely. It gets a more little, you get more legs when you're reporting something that's negative. I don't mean, I don't mean you're picking on me. I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about. What the hell is he talking about, Chachi? Boy saves dog as he swims in the lake. So he means fluff stuff to make people feel good about a society that's imploding, about a government that has spent us into bankruptcy, about policies that cannot exist unless political whores agree to put the future more and more in debt by giving you unlimited money. Is that what you mean, wet pants? You know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I... Was that your dog? What's that, what's that dog that keeps biting people? Commander? What's that dog's name? He likes you, and he likes people about as much as your policies do, huh, dummy? I, I get it, but... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you oh, just uh-huh. listen to what's going on around the world... Yeah, America has a president who is suffering from dementia. And before he had dementia, he was just a thieving rat crook. Mr. President, can you be specific about what you did to try to reappropriate those border funds, especially when Democrats controlled both chambers of Congress? You know, the wall thing. <laughs> and Kevin McCarthy, I'll tell you, I don't know. Yeah, we mean the wall, dummy. And Kevin McCarthy who was ripped out of office because he colluded with this kind of incompetence and corruption, thinks that somehow this war gives him standing to be put back in the speakership? Do me a favor, Chachi. Let me know if, that, if this government puts Kevin McCarthy back in, because that's when you really have to consider getting in a position where you're, you're preparing for a depression. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, sir. Yeah, they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that... Uh, 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 who told you? You're the fracking president. So far, since the day you stole the office, you've used your pen to change the course and the trajectory of our nation. So who is this person that told you that? And who do you keep thinking is going to get you in trouble? Who's getting you? Who exactly is running the show, dimwit? Can you get Obama on the phone? Perhaps you can get Manhands, his wife, to get him on the phone. Uh, you know, Congress passes legislation to build something whether it's an aircraft carrier, wall, or provide for a tax cut, I can't say. This, this, he couldn't pass a civics test from eighth grade. He's the perfect face of the incompetent, corrupt Democrat mafia pretending to be a political party that's ruining our country. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. I have had an absolute blast doing this show. I have been able to meet people and talk to people who I have not only admired, but have become a friend of mine. My next guest is one of those people. And in fact, I feel very important right now because I was watching Charles Payne this afternoon on Fox Business. 
and I saw somebody sitting there who looked like the Count of Monte Cristo, and then he started to talk. I said, I recognize this voice. That's E.J. Antoni. Was that an ascot you had on this afternoon? <laughs> no, no, no. Just the, just the regular three-piece suit. <laughs> very dashing. I'll tell you what, it was fantastic. And I like Charles Payne. He's one of those very few people on television who speaks of fundamentals, and it only makes sense he has somebody like you on, because fundamentally, this country has been backdoor nationalized, and fundamentally, we are bankrupt. And fundamentally, they have to keep feeding American people chaos, destruction, and panic. Otherwise, the house of cards comes down, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's some of what we talked about today, how you, know, you, you can only do so much smoke and mirrors, Sean, and, and then eventually the truth catches up to you. We, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it on air, but... Uh, off air, we were discussing how you know this latest jobs report is a perfect example of that. How the headline number looks great, and then as soon as you start looking into it, as soon as you go beyond the headline, you get into the details, you realize the report was terrible. Yes. Well, what the numbers will show after the revisions is they were never what they were supposed to be because the government who gives us the data has been infiltrated and corrupted with assets of the regime, of the mafia. So they have to give us revisions, and nobody really talks about the revisions except a handful of guys. And that's really the plan. Keep two-thirds or 80% of the country stupefied and on welfare, and you can get away with it. I mean, that has to be the plan. It's either that or to intentionally destroy the American Empire. And I saw your article that talked about Rome. It's almost exactly the same thing, isn't it? It, it is. It's scary. And you know what, what's even scarier is the fact that we're moving faster than they did. You know, it took Rome several hundred years before they actually started debasing their currency and before they took an actual silver coin and then just started using you know nickel or some other cheap metal and gave it a wash of silver. I mean, we did that in less than 100 years in this country. Do you know what's fascinating to me is I was doing some research today because all of the nonsense about Palestine and the country and the, their whole fracking country has a GDP of $18 billion. Amazon is $134 billion, one company. And the reality is that they have been unable to progress or be a part of society on any level. And then you look at all of it. Ukraine and everywhere we have a conflict, it seems to be the same scenario. And ultimately what you realize is that the big gripe is they can't do anything for themselves. They're in essence a ghetto in every area they live. And it reminded me of what we see in these Democrat once great cities, now ghettos. So it won't be long in the violence we see uh, in the Middle East. This will be happening between Democrats, sewer welfare states, and good states who refuse to give them money. That's how I see it. How do you see it? I... You know, Sean, I am, I am really worried that we're heading down exactly that route. I'm in New York for a few days, and my goodness, it, it is a third-world country in so much of this city. You, you have homeless people all over the place, uh, people openly using drugs. You see needles on the ground. You see, uh, you know, people literally defecate in the streets in some parts of the city. I mean, it, it is beyond disgusting. A third-world country is the best way you can describe it. And what is the uh, ultimate plan to rectify the situation of these formerly great areas? Are you hearing anything that makes sense to you? Are you hearing any kind of economic plan other than welfare or more money from nowhere, the federal government? I mean, really, it just seems like the Democrats writ large are a bunch of beggars. They have no plan, do they? No, no, there's, there's no plan except to just continue doing the very things that got us into this mess 
in the first place. And and they're not so much beggars as as they are thieves, I think, because at least the beggar, you can say no to them, but the thief is going to, at gunpoint, take whatever they want from you. And that's essentially what these Democrat politicians have done in so many of these cities. And, And frankly, not even just the Democrats, but any of the liberals, I would throw the rhinos in there as well. Charles Payne has an amazing gift, and that is a gift of absolute and total optimism, regardless of the circumstances of corruption and manipulation. I'm curious, is he like that off air? What was his feeling of of dealing with American Dark Ages, referred to as the Biden years? Is he just planning on laying quiet, putting himself in positions to just withstand the economic destruction of our country? Yeah, I, I think the idea there is that, look, you know, it, it's always darkest right before the dawn. It, it took a Jimmy Carter to give us a Ronald Reagan. And, and we have to hope and pray that the position that the country is in right now, that, yeah, we're heading in the wrong direction, but that hopefully there still is time to turn this big old battleship around. I saw a fat, useless extortionist who pretends to be the president of the UAW on television with a shirt that would have made Shea Gravera blush, that said, eat the rich, this low-life thieving rat, president of the UAW, who the UAW has misappropriated $70 million of the auto workers' dues, and nobody says squat. So is this the play to pretend to be down with the struggle like Karl Marx, and nobody's going to figure out that the UAW can't make a product that works, as it seems to be the tanks that Palestine is using are ununionized Toyota Tacomas, which seem to be saving them a great deal of money as opposed to what we're giving the Azovs in Ukraine. Uh, Sean, to to put this in perspective, the median union boss makes more than the median CEO at the companies at which unions actually work. So far, Did you ever meet these guys, though, EJ? Come on. Those cigars aren't going to buy them. They like to pretend they're men. They smoke expensive cigars. They go to fancy restaurants. They golf all day. They buy $600 shoes all down with the people. And the morons that kiss their ass and try to get in the union are too stupid to figure it out. Well... Sean, I mean, the, the facts speak for themselves. These these are not, you know, you look at these guys and you can very clearly say they are not with the common man. They are yeah. with the elites. And and it's not it's not just how they look. It's their it's it's not just their attitude. It's their actions. And from what I understand, they turned down a 20 percent plus raise, didn't they? The UAW worker. They They did. Absolutely. So they turned down a 20 percent raise so far to my count. Seven or I'm sorry, eleven hundred have been fired. You know that's the little trick that nobody talks about. Well, these strikes are going on. The companies fire them, like they did with UPS, and they pretended UPS won. Well, they didn't win if you were part of the seven hundred guys that got fired under those negotiations. So the reality is, this may be an opportunity for the automakers to actually save money by all. They've already eliminated eleven hundred. Who's to say they can't eliminate another 1,100? Do people understand how these negotiations work? That for every percentage that they turn down, they fire more guys. No, people have no concept of this whatsoever, nor do they have a concept of basic economics. How on earth do you get higher wages? Well, if the people aren't going to be, if the workers aren't going to become more productive, then you have to artificially reduce supply because that drives up the price. And so what happens as the union makes the strike go on longer and longer? More and more people get fired. It's whittling down the workforce. It is it, at the end of the day, it is eventually going to increase wages. But as you said, it's not going to increase the wages for those who got fired. 
It's a fascinating thing to watch. What does it look like? Are there any? Is there any data in on how this affects the public perception? You know, only 6% of the country is in the labor extortion mafia business called unions anyway. I think they're overestimating how much they're admired by society writ large. I predict this, this has to have a retail effect. I mean, there will be people who reject them just because of the greed that's really shown by the worker who was arguably overpaid anyway. When you compare them to non-union workers like Ford, Toyota, or Nissan, or any of the companies where the cars work much better, it seems to be that they're risking quite a lot. Are there any numbers on the retail end of it? There are, Sean, and it seems to be that when the thing that really uh, gets people mad at the unions is when their own lives get inconvenienced. In other words, when the nurses go on strike and people are trying to get an essential service at a hospital or you know something related to the airlines, whether it's pilots, whatever the case may be, and people are getting their flights canceled. When people's lives get impacted, that's when they start to get angry at these unions. You know, prior to Joe Biden acquiring the most powerful office in the world, the economy was kind of strong. I mean, granted, we had that terrible last year of Trump, but the economy has a, a velocity. And it was growing arguably $1.5 trillion a year. What's it doing now? Oh, my gosh. Well, if we look at the latest numbers, the only thing that's really growing uh, would be government. We just saw the consumer spending numbers all get revised, not up, of course, but down. So now government is growing faster than the consumer is, which obviously that's not sustainable because eventually government's going to get big enough that the private sector can't support it. So we we are very likely, Sean, going to see a recession begin around the end of this year. Well, I think I think we've been in one for two and they've been putting lipstick on it. And the reason and when I say they, I'm talking about the government. And that's the reality is the government is in control of the data yet. They have to revise and constantly revise. I mean, are they aware that the the office of, of the economic numbers that kicks out these lies has about as much credibility as the uh, CDC or the NIH? I mean, th- does the government, is it self-aware to realize that the people in this country who have an IQ over 60 know that they're good at nothing? They produce nothing. They can't even give you simple information. No, no, they don't, because I'm not sure the people in charge at the government themselves have an IQ over 60. The fact is this this affects people in this country. And what's it look like for people who are trying to retire? What's going on with the retirement people? Oh, my goodness, Sean, this is something that's really just has absolutely devastated so many would-be retirees that I've talked to. You know, a lot of people have a, a number in their head. A million dollars is probably the most common one. I need this much money uh, in my savings and investments and everything in order to retire. Well, you need to up that by at least 17% just to cover price increases from the last two and a half years. In other words, you have to come up with an extra $170,000. It's going to take these people years. I mean, 170000 after taxes to put away, to invest. So in other words, if you're planning to retire... And you realize, man, I, I, I'm 200 grand short. You're going to work until you die, unless you're a lobbyist or some other corrupt whore, right? Oh, exactly. Especially once you factor in that inflation, yeah, it's come down from 40-year highs, but it's still running almost twice as fast as it was uh, before the pandemic. And you know, just to show, this isn't even a, a partisan or political point. It's about policy. Inflation was low not just during Trump. It was low during Obama, too. 
So obviously these Democrat mafia-run areas are kind of the crystal ball into what will be the policies of a government that refuses to admit it's bankrupt and continues to practice economics that will guarantee bankruptcy. And that is what you see in Chicago. Chicago is implementing these idiots who call themselves aldermen, these 50 thieves. They're implementing if somehow your house is worth a million dollars, we're going to pick a percentage out of our shoe and we're going to add it. Regardless as to what those people individually went through to make that house worth a million dollars, they're going to get 6% or whatever the case is. Now, it'll be voted and it'll be passed because the people who inhabit these positions of power are Marxist thieves. They're called Democrats. Is this the plan of the nation writ large? Because the reality is they have to find new ways to tax us. Because the system of, of escalated of income tax doesn't really work because life is a participation sport. And those of us who are good at making money will simply take off right before we set off a new tax barrier, won't we? Yeah, Sean, you know, I, I was actually just today going over some really interesting numbers. State and local income taxes are all the way back down to where they were at the beginning of 2019. And then you adjust for inflation, that basically means they're down about 20% almost. So what states are having to do in local governments is rely disproportionately now on things like sales and property taxes. And to do that, they're relying on inflation to continue pushing up uh, home prices and then the price of everything you buy that's affected by a sales tax. So they're, they're still hosing you, right? Except that now it's just all on inflated goods and services. It's not that you're actually buying more. You don't have to buy a bigger house now to pay more in property taxes. What you're really witnessing is the backdoor Soviet-style socialist society that runs with an illusion of America, Americanism and property rights. How long before Wall Street is affected? Because I have to tell you, I'm astonished with all of the chaos, with what we saw in Israel, with what you see around the world. How in the world is the Russell 2000, the NASDAQ, the S&P 500, and the Dow Jones all positive today? Well, I think what we're seeing, Sean, is basically a continuation of what started in March, which is they are increasingly relying on the government to bail them out. They are insanely over-leveraged, and every time one of their positions goes bad, they're having to double down on something else to try to cover themselves. I mean, we still have a regional bank crisis that nobody's talking about <laughs> because the Fed papered over it with over $100 billion of emergency lending. Guess what? Those banks have until March of next year to straighten out their balance sheets. I, I don't know how any of them are going to do it. They're all still sitting on mountains of, of unrealized losses. EJ, you know what's astonishing to me? This fractional lending, this fractional banking system relies on the velocity of deposits, relies on the velocity of a private economy. Yet every indication I see, the private economy is shrinking at the most rapid pace I've watched since 2008. And I think you could argue it's even more. When you see that people, even though they're getting credit and the credit is through the roof, they're simply not buying. Consumer credit is collapsing, isn't it? So what is the, I mean, ultimately, what are they going to do? Just kick out more money? Uh, unfortunately, I, I, that's my big fear, is that that's exactly what they're going to do. Their response, instead of making the losers lose, is just going to be to inflate everything so that everyone loses. Uh, and in terms of consumer credit, this is where it's starting to get really scary, Sean, because what we're watching is people increasingly can't get uh, non-revolving credit, especially things on you know anything on a fixed interest rate, uh, because the terms are just getting too stiff and the credit's getting too expensive. Standards are getting too high. People are now disproportionately having to rely on credit cards 
for their financing of just about everything, even just trying to make it from paycheck to paycheck. That's a variable rate loan by definition. It's at a, you know, at a time when the rates are already at a right. record high and are poised to go higher. That's a great way to put it. You know, what's a bigger tip-off that uh, the government is in, interested in increasing its own strength over the American people and backdoor nationalizing every sector of the economy? Is it the fact that the labor extortion union boss wears a shirt that says, eat the rich, or that the Federal Reserve has the Nazi Iron Eagle on its building? Which one do you think is a better tip-off? Oh, goodness. Uh, do, do I have to pick? Or can we no. But in the meantime, you know, feel free to, to mention when you're on Charles Payne. You know, I, 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 I'm always on this uh, Chicago drive time station, the Sean Thompson Show. Give me a little plug once in a while. I mean, come on. I picked you out of obscurity. <laughs> no, I didn't. I picked you out of the Heritage Foundation. You're brilliant. You deserve everything, and I'm lucky you even talked to me. He is EJN Tony of the Heritage Foundation. Thank you, brother. No, no, no. Sean, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Chachi, did you ever see Audrey Hepburn sing Moon River in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh, Absolutely phenomenal. There's nothing Audrey Hepburn couldn't do. And that got me thinking about what I saw Friday in Congress. Huh. No one's talking about global warming now, are you, Democrat Fourth Reich members? What percent of the atmosphere is CO2 that we're chasing here? I'm sorry? What percent of the atmosphere is CO2 that we're chasing here? Because you're talking about climate change. I, I don't know the percentage of atmospheric gases. You don't know the percent of the atmosphere. What I can tell you is that climate change is real. We got to do something about it. Yeah, this one's. Called- hey, Pete Buttigieg, what are you doing about what what you see in the war conflicts? What's that doing for climate change? Should we all drive electric vehicles? I wonder if it's because China makes more money or because they bought the mineral rights to Afghanistan. You crooked mafia bastard! What are you in for, Moon River? Autumn, sir. So I'm sorry, this one's called Autumn right now. So yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't. Make- There's climate change. It's called Autumn, and then winter. And then spring and summer. Ooh, summer. You get to walk around in the Speedo. You'll never look as good as me, but you like it. Check out what you said, sir. This climate change right now is called autumn. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the seasons changing, which mm-hmm. respectively is not the same thing as the climate changing. And what is it called when a bunch of savages start blowing stuff up? Is that good for the climate? What's it called when the American, in conjunction with Ukrainian Nazis, blow up Nord Stream 2? The greatest act of ecological terrorism the world has ever seen. Have you added all that up? Not to mention the dam you blew and the drowning of the Ukrainians, the actual people who were under siege from their corrupt government run by Azovs. Did you add that up? Buttigieg, judge, whatever. As somebody who is hoping to retire in the 2050s and who has kids who will be old enough. Shut up. You don't have any kids. You don't have any kids. To ask me as they're getting to their 30s whether we did enough to deal with climate change or whether we just did what was convenient. I take that really seriously. Reclaiming my time. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. The trillions and trillions we're going to cost our kids to chase a tiny percentage of C. Oh, no. Pete Buttigieg's adopted kids. They'll be oligarchs. They'll have all the money Pete Buttigieg made. I'm sure it's from book sales, like Newt Gingrich. Cream Puff Jim, you finally catching on, dummy? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I was going to say, the intelligence failure 
and the Middle East, the Middle East is really, really insane because think of it. In the it's almost like it age, was, it's almost like it was intelligent, I, I, intended, wasn't it? It almost looks well, yeah, like well, they turned a it blind eye. Well, yeah, exactly. It looked like it was it was done with uh, traitors and it's part of the uh, Israeli government because they're defeating one of the best security systems on Earth. Well, a lot and of it relies on American, in American cooperation. What about our government? Aren't you shocked that our CIA, I, 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 I mean, after I, I, all, we're I, running all kinds I, of military you know, operations. You know, it's really shocking. I thought that uh, uh, Kushner would have, I thought he kept, I thought, didn't they get accolades for their, their uh, progress? Kushner's in the been out of office. You've got your dimwit in diapers. You've got yeah, your entire you, Democrat you mafia. Now you're starting to catch on. Now I know we can buy you off with a little phony, mystical, magical pension check. But in the meantime, you're starting to catch on. Stop blaming Kushner. He was a Democrat anyway. His father, the biggest campaign contributor to Bill Clinton and the rest of your mafia. So please, don't strap him on the right side of things. He's just the son-in-law of another Democrat who turned out to have excellent policies, mainly in the energy sector in this country. He crippled the Middle East. But you and your dimwit in diapers and your Chicago, how you doing? And your pretend tough guys. You destroy everything you touch, morons. Jake Sullivan, I believe, Democrat CIA operative. How's things working out? Mike? Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Yeah, hi. Um, I haven't heard you mention anything about Bobby Kennedy Jr. running for president. Um, he says he's going to abandon the Democratic Party, run as independent. Yeah. Uh, got a it's like one of Putin's dog passing gas. It doesn't mean anything. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Thank you very much, though. Putin's dog passed gas, and RFK Jr. is running as an independent. Jim in Crown Point, Indiana. Paisano, you know, after Creep Up Jim, I just have to say uh, on that topic that the Israeli media, um, military, and judiciary is just as corrupt uh, with leftists as it is here. So, yeah, oh, absolutely it is. But the fascinating yeah. thing, the fascinating thing is the contribution to mankind that Israel has made versus the ever-virtuous Palestine that hasn't grown since the 6th century. Neither have their outfits changed. Yes. Yeah. But that Rashida well, Talib, she's the cover girl for Palestine. Lovely. <laughs> Breathtaking. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, well, what I called about was the uh, United Auto Workers strike. Uh, it's pretty ingenious on their part. So instead of dipping into their strike fund to compensate their strikers, they're forcing the automakers to lay off workers. So you and I are paying for it. Jim. These guys in these unions, they know it's a freaking mafia. They don't care that the establishment steals their money and walks around and pretends to be men. Those fat-ass, butter-handed wannabe gangsters. They know what it is. That's why they never mentioned the $70 million that they stole in the last dozen years. They don't mention it. It's $10 million a year. Shut up. Who's the bad guy? The company that hires us, they're not the bad guy. They're stupid because they should take the model that makes success companies, builds trucks where the Palestinians use them as Sherman tanks like Toyota, twice the fracking truck, Ford tough my ass. If they didn't have tariffs and all kinds of things, not to mention you have to bring it back because the parking brake doesn't work. Couldn't perfect that over 100 years. Huh, dummies, you deserve a raise. They should have a, a Ford Lightning over there. Oh, please. That would be great. That would solve all the problems. 
There ain't no gas in it. Thank you very much, Sling Blake. Appreciate the call. In the meantime, it's the climate. CO2 will bankrupt all of us, unbankrupt our economy, and ship it to China for all the other reasons. Now you're catching on. That's the intention. Because the same thing happened when China bought all the mineral rights to Afghanistan, and you said, Gatsangu! What sort of minerals are these? The ones that matter. Iron, copper, gold, lithium, cobalt, uranium, bauxite, sulfur, rare earths, gemstones, you name it, and Afghanistan has it. But just how- You'll have to put up with the accent, because the American media, the one that had this dimwit in diapers, this dementia fraud whore for 50 years elected, they didn't want you to know about it. How much? Let me give you a breakdown. A 2010 report by Afghanistan's Ministry of Mines put the country's copper resource at almost 30 million tons. Another report from the same year said that there were another 28.5 million tons of copper in undiscovered deposits. By the way, if you put this on Facebook, specifically the election year, it would be redacted. Now, how did that work? I didn't and you don't know anything about it at all. You've never heard of anything like this happening ever. I, I don't. That's remarkable. I thought that you were the former vice president of partnerships, product marketing, partner engineering, marketing, strategic operations, and analytics at Facebook. It's true. And none of this ever. Because you're a Nazi and you censored the true information about the greatest biological weapon called COVID and all of the information of Biden's absolute provable corruption from Ukraine to Afghanistan. You're a Democrat. Tim Sugar Grove. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you, man, I owe you a cigar. I have not watched a sporting event since that Kaepernickel took his knee oh. at one sporting event. And you make me feel like I'm at a football game every time I listen. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I'm going to tell you something. It's so ridiculous. Do you see the weekend? From the beginning to the end. Men, steroid freaks and tights chasing bulls. Who do you like, the blue team or the white team? And they got the advertisers. And none of them want to talk about any of this. We have been subverted from Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. underwrote the attack on Israel. They underwrote the, 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 the Nazis in Ukraine. They underwrite the collapse of our society. And I'm supposed to watch kids I don't know or I'm not related to on steroids chase balls? No, thank you. Right. And all this stuff's going to change our lives. If the, if the blue team wins and the red team wins, yeah. nobody's life changes. And they don't pay attention to the stuff that is going to alter our lives, their kids' lives, their grandkids, and yeah. so on and so forth. John, you do a great job. I love you. And if I ever see you, I owe you the best cigar money you can buy. You don't owe me anything. Thank you for listening, brother. I appreciate it. This is a true pleasure. This is a true honor, and this is the only station that would let it go on. The only one! None of them will let it go on because they're a part of the bureaucracy that doesn't want people to think. All I have is an opposite opinion. Then, you know, every failed policy this country ever had, ever had. In the meantime, when you look at what happens to these great cities, it all comes down to one common denominator. One common denominator. Democrat mafia rule. And those are the Democrats that forever change, not just your town, once great city of Chicago, county of Cook, made it a laughingstock, Illinois, a fracking laughingstock. They're determined on destroying the greatest country ever because it wasn't built on government. It was built on you. Now look at what part of your life is not absolutely ruled and controlled by government. In the meantime, the biggest crooks, they get the biggest payoff. And Joe Biden? Joe Biden's been a punchline his entire fracking life. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Please hurry up and go to bed. Then get the other one who got her, her job in the bedroom.
get her in there. Let's see. Maybe she can negotiate with these Middle East savages. They seem to be fond of women. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I have to tell you, I was so aggravated this weekend. Infuriated. Not because I'm a blind subscriber to any government, but because I what I watched happened to innocent women. Every time I hear that stupid chant, Ali Ali Oxen Free! Nothing but chaos and insanity happens, you moron savages. And then I was talking to Tim from Bone Frog Coffee. Oh, and I'm I'm so excited about not just that, but him. Because what he is is a 25-year veteran of the Navy SEALs, and you ask him about these conflicts. And they'll be the first ones to tell you when brave Americans are controlled by corrupt cowards, doesn't matter what we do in foreign policy. It'll always revert back to Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. And there, in the meantime, he's shoving helpless, beat up, tortured women. And they're going to go back and they're going to get raped. And they're going to get beheaded because they have never, ever progressed from the B.C. centuries, let alone the A.D. centuries. That's why they're all walking around in those costumes, those poor women. Robert Villapark. Hey, I'm not to change the subject on, but I had a question. Wasn't that Torrance Avenue uh, Ford plant supposed to close about 10 years ago? The whole company is, is, is alive today on subsidies and charity. Do you know what's always fascinating when we talk about this company? How many municipalities in this country just pay sticker and above on, a, on, a, on an entire infrastructure of vehicles? My old, my old neighborhood was the best. Do you know, back in, when I was a kid, they had the Ford LTDs. They were maroon. Our squad cars were triple maroon. They had the best, the best amenities. They bought them all from that, uh, that Pamonte character. They'd go in and they'd write a check for you, Give me the maroon squad cars. And they all tool around in the, in the foot. It's a whole freaking scam. That company can't exist because it delivers value to the consumer. It exists because it's a front for the UAW mafia. The sad part is they weren't able to do what they needed to do. If that company was going to survive and thrive, it would have done what the companies in America that survive and thrive, the American cars that employ American workers, but they're not in the union. All those cars are phenomenal. And they don't need to have municipalities walk in and write checks for millions of dollars to pretend it's a car company. And they certainly don't need the chicken tax. So that company should have closed decades ago, let alone 10. But nice memory, Robert. Thank you very much. In the meantime, they had the biggest call in 2022 Ford. What was the issue? What a parking brake. That seems like something you would have, I don't know, worked out over the last hundred years. In the meantime, what you see on the news is the greatest advertisement for the Second Amendment. The absolute greatest. All of these moron Democrats that want to strengthen predators, whether it's in the once great city of Chicago or in the Middle East where their parents are cousins, they hate the Second Amendment. It's the one thing you should be celebrating today. Chip Roy articulated it on Friday. What do you use semi-automatic weapons for? To defend yourself against home invaders, but also... 
Let the, the, all the Ali Oxen free guys. Why do you need a semi, uh, semi? I want an automatic. I want a cannon. I want a howitzer because I don't know how long it is. I have girls in the house before I hear this. That's when you hear load them, huh, Chip Roy? Let's be clear against tyranny. You said that. um... Jerry Nadler, what are you going to do if you hear the Allah Akbar? What are you going to do with that penguin body you're walking around with? You couldn't do a push up if one of these Taliban guys told you they let your wife go. In the meantime, what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. You could use a semi-automatic weapon to. uh... Exactly. To fend off the Ali Ali Oxen free and the rest of it. Because in the meantime, what we saw, what we will continue to see, the savagery, it is underwritten and financed by the American Democrat Party. It's a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the pre- I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take. That was before Barack Obama said, shh. We're going to make a lot of money and fundamentally transform America. In the meantime, he didn't know he would lose his mind. Thanks to the media, it doesn't matter. Takes a great man to overcome dementia. We don't know one. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.